Let's start this. Normal show. Caleb. Hey, I'm Jeremiah. Was <laughs> a was a jaunty little new intro, I guess we have. <laughs> yeah, I was I was uh, expediting everything. Ah. <laughs> oh, so um, I guess we should start off by paying homage to um, an actor we lost this week. Um, so the the great character actor and also I, let me double check here. I think he I, I know he was nominated um, uh, for an Oscar. I don't know if he actually won. Let me double check here uh, to confirm because you know we don't we don't have facts checkers. We have to check ourselves, you know. And uh, you know many times we fail even at that. <laughs> so. Uh, let's see here. So he was—he actually was a—he—he uh, he was nominated uh, for um, uh, best supporting actor in *Chariots of Fire*, uh, and then I feel like he was—I felt like he was nominated for a different role as well. But, um, but yeah, because he played the—he um, played like the trainer of uh, one of the main characters, uh, and he is also—you know—he was also in uh, *Alien*, uh, *Lord of the Rings*. Uh, played Bilbo, you know, in Alien, he played the the android that kind of goes berserk and, and and psychotic, and then tries to kill the crew. So, I mean, he's really technically, I guess, if if there is a, a bad guy in Alien, it's him because he knows, like, he he's the reason they're there, essentially. Um, he was in From Hell. From yes, uh, he played. Uh, well, don't like spoiler alert. I mean, I'm sure it's, he was a, it's a a doctor. Yeah, it's a movie that's been out for over a decade. So, <laughs> and and a book based on a book that's been out longer. So, yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, uh, he ends up he essentially is Jack the Ripper. Um, and also like I, I uh, something a, a, a gem that I love uh, in Time Bandits, he plays Napoleon, which I, I love that movie. And I can, and and in all honesty, yep. it's like he was he's I, I, and I believe he's actually played. Napoleon or Napoleon-esque character because I believe there was like a modern uh, uh, adaptation of or I say modern but I think it was supposed to be like a French Revolution adaptation of The Emperor Wears No Clothes uh, or, the, or The Emperor Wears New Clothes or The Emperor's New Clothes whatever whatever the thing is called and I believe like he played like a Napoleon-esque character in that um, and uh, and yeah I, he was one of those guys that you know well, you know, a lot of, a lot of movies are built on strong character actors, and he was one of those character actors that uh, he could really like make or break a movie. Um, another one I, of his that I always really loved was um, The Legend of Greystoke. Do you remember that one? Yeah, Tarzan. Yeah, Tarzan because yeah, he plays the guy. Who uh, no, I'm fine. Tarzan. Yeah. Oh, tar Tarzan. <laughs> Tarzan. Tarzan, The Legend of Greystoke. Uh, he essentially he plays like this this Belgium character who is essentially the guy who discovers Tarzan and brings him back to civilization and he's re he's really good in that role. Um, I remember there's a, a scene in there where he gets like an, he takes an arrow in his hip and oh it was always oh, so hard to watch where he knows it's 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 in him and he knows he needs to get it out of him. So there's a thing like where he just rams the like because it's in his back it's like in his like back uh, hip area. And like, and he's just like rams this back so that the arrow pushes through. And I remember as a kid seeing that and just, oh, <laughs> you know, it's just the idea of, oh, it's you know, it's just something he's got to do. <laughs> but, mm -hmm. uh, but, uh, but yeah, unfortunately, he died. I believe it was it was natural causes. I don't think it was COVID related. Um, let me double check because I don't. I think. Uh, I'm not even sure if they said. Oh, uh, actually, this is actually terrible. It was uh, Parkinson's. Unfortunately, he's oh. come to. So, um, so, but, but not a co. You know, not a. You know, not a COVID death, uh, which unfortunately is happening all too common now. Um, but yeah, uh, he he had a great he had a great body of work. Um, he also apparently did. I guess there was a, a, a. He also had a great body. Yeah. <laughs> It's very short, man. But, but uh, but no, he um he did. I know, like a, I guess I could say, one of the a, a filmed version of King Lear in which he plays the titular. You know, he plays King Lear, um, which supposedly I have not seen, but have been told is a really good performance by him. 
Uh, he's, he was just one of those guys that was in a bunch of stuff, always, always delivered, uh, never really disappointed. Um, I honestly cannot think of a movie that he was in that I was like, oh, that's a terrible movie, you know? <laughs> so, um, but any, in, in any way, uh, unless it, was there anything you would like to say about uh, Ian Holm? Nope. I, uh, you said it all. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess uh, 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 R.I.P. Ian Holm, uh, you will be missed. That's not our thing. We can't say that. We can say that. <laughs> People said it long before a certain, uh, you know, uh, director who had a heart attack. I don't know if you know this. Um, yeah. <laughs> I know this. Yeah, they even, which, by the way, I finally, we were kind of talking about, um, you know, before we were recording, I did finally break down and, and watch Jay and Silent Bob uh, uh, reboot. And and they make fun of the, and because a lot of it was, it just seemed like it was just like a big experiment in self-deprecation, really, <laughs> because... Mm-hmm they even make that joke of like he goes i don't know if you heard but i had because he plays him he plays silent bob and he also plays himself uh, uh kevin smith is who we're referring to if those of you who are listening don't know um and he says like I, like there's a thing just before he's about to to show a clip uh of of the new of the new blunt man and chronic movie he goes i don't know if you guys heard about this but i had a heart attack because <laughs> he talks about it so much. All the, yeah exactly so it's like and i will say this it's like i i love kevin smith as a podcaster and i really used to love his movies like i mall rat i remember like mall rats and clerks uh when i saw those i love them i loved chasing amy dogma I even like to strike back. Um, even even like the Clerks sequel to an extent, I enjoyed. Um, but it just seems that, and I don't know if this is because like since he started smoking, because he you know he 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 never smoked weed. Uh, whenever he was making his earlier films, it wasn't until um, like like probably the last maybe ten years, I think, that he's re- like ten maybe fifteen years that he's really become like a big advocate for, for marijuana. Um, it almost seems that like he's lost, he's lost like either his ability to direct or like, or his voice as a director (laughs) since he started smoking weed. Um, because I don't know, it's just like, there's something that's missing and and I'm not sure what it was or or what it is. There's something that those old, uh, there's a certain punch that those older movies had, these newer ones he's doing just don't seem to have if that makes sense yeah but i mean and i mean and i know that like you know weed can affect your uh uh kind of like your your cognitive ability and like just like your attention span so i don't know if that's it but um but i will say this like i do enjoy i you know i do enjoy kevin smith's podcast don't get me wrong and i enjoy as I said, most of the movies he made uh, before, you know, like, 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 you know, prior to. Um, well, maybe, maybe it's just hard to make a comedy post 2016. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Well, but others have done, but people have done it. I mean, look at, uh, um, oh God, I'm trying to think of, um, like, like, you know, Space Force is out there right now. And that's a pretty funny show. Barry. You know, although granted, Barry is sort of rides that line, and even uh, even like the the stuff that uh, Danny McBride, like a lot of the shows and stuff that he's doing with um, uh, is it David Gordon Green? Is that his name? Yeah, yeah, like the stuff that they're doing. Um, of course, they were always kind of like satirizing, <laughs> just sort of the red, like kind of redneck culture. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah. Um, but uh, but no, but. As I said, like I think really my, my my final thoughts on it were that like I wanted to like it, and certain parts of it I was kind of I felt kind of were nostalgically funny, and I I like the fact that Kevin Smith has um, has a sense of humor about himself. Like even he knows it's like okay, you know this, you know he, he he's he's not afraid to make fun of himself. I guess is what I'm saying, but I don't know. It just seems that a lot of the jokes now in his movies don't really have the punch they had before. Um, uh-huh. And I don't, and I, and like I said, I mean, I, and I think it could be, and it could just be that he was a guy of his time, you know, like he was, he really, he really, 
he really rocks the the night you know like that the kind of like late nineties and early two thousands because then I think he was you know he probably had his his finger on the pulse a lot more um, as far as a filmmaker goes. But uh, but I don't know. I, I, and I think he like I said I think he is a great podcaster. I love like I every time uh, there is a new um, Babylon or or Fat Man Beyond. It's usually I, I usually will stop listening to whatever whatever um, podcast I've I've been listening to and I will play that one, you know. So yeah, uh, but no, like I said it's I will I will let listeners judge for themselves. Um, my my basically my review was it was a movie, <laughs> so I didn't didn't think it was complete garbage, but you know didn't think it was oh man. This is the next Citizen Kane. <laughs> yeah, it's somewhere between Geely and Citizen Kane, I guess. <laughs> well, yeah, and it's hard. It is you. You people tend to think, oh, you can make a movie anytime about anything. It's like no, the '90s was like a very specific time. Yeah, like there's just something weird. It's kind of hard to describe the the tone because with the '80s. Everything was basically John Hughes, you yeah. know, John Hughes or action movies. Yeah, it's kind of yeah, like was, teen was, comedies or action films. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, and 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 like that was the you can go back and kind of make those movies and make yeah. them kind of '90s esque. I, I mean '80s esque. Even So I Married an Axe Murderer kind of has that '90s feel. Yeah. That's like you can't really recreate that. Well, and I think what and I think really what you're kind of what you're kind of leading into here and, is that. The '90s was really kind of the boom of independent movies, you know, because he really. Well, yeah, it's know. like everything. Every like Kevin Smith's early movies and stuff, they were different and and yeah. quirky in that they were kind of. No one had seen anything. Bland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it was like, I mean, very um, low key. You know, shock to the system. It was and, kind of a shock to the system, I guess. Really, you know. Yeah, like you know, mall rats—they're hanging around a mall all day. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's like. But there was a lot going on in that. But yeah. then it's kind of hard to – how do you go back and remake that? Yeah. Even with, uh, like, High Fidelity, the movie, you know, they were in a record store. Now they're trying to remake that as a television show, but it's not the same. Yeah. It's completely different. You yeah. Know? I mean, it's like now – back then it was like a 90s feel, you yeah. know. Now it's like, oh, we got to make it, like, uh, gritty and mm. and – dark and and surreal and whatever you know buzzwords they always use on promos for tv shows for a minute there i thought you were gonna say mtv because that's totally 90s yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) but but like but you know it's like all the movies in the 90s they just had that gen x you know we're gen x this is our statement and now all the gen xers are like in their 50s and or 40s to 50s and it's like yeah, we're tired. Leave yeah. us alone. You know, it's like so we've got we've got know. kids to feed and taxes to pay. Yeah. <laughs> what? What? You want a movie? Yeah. Or a, well, okay, even like kind here, of like I mean, that was the whole kind of like you know I, I would say that the the, the the Richard Linklater kind of did that with Slacker. Like that's what kind of started that sort of um, you know that sort of movement of like oh we're going to show the Gen X experience. We're going to kind of like you know and that and, and Slacker is. Is what inspired Kevin Smith to do Clerks, you know, <laughs> and so it's something like yeah. even like well, I'm even thinking about like um, there was and, and it, there's not to say that there wasn't a level of nostalgia in the '90s because there was. I mean, uh, Days and Confused, I think, is a perfect example that another another Linklater uh, movie, um, which was basically, but it still kind of it still kind of showed how the Gen X spirit was was there like that's kind of where the gen x spirit came from of these you know these kids that just want to kind of like you know they just you know they, they, they don't like they don't want their future set you know <laughs> type of thing yeah. it's like you know it's like i want to make i want to be in charge of my of, of of what i do i don't want people to tell me that i have to do this and have to do that <laughs> type of thing which was sort of the the gen x attitude <laughs> i guess um yeah. Uh, but yeah, and I. Um, but I don't know, and it's it it, it it is a weird thing too that like when you look at like how many of those movies like that like this sort of like uh, you know kind of like I mean I, I guess you could argue coming of age, but then also like kind of, of of like sort of like trapped 
like, oh, I'm trapped in my own skin. Because really, that's I definitely like Clerks, and I would say um, uh, the other one I mentioned, Days and Confused, definitely have that I feel trapped feeling in those movies. Because you know Dante feels trapped working in the in the convenience store. Um, is it I about said TS? But no, that's the that's the wrong one. Because uh, TS is his brother is the is the Jeremy London from Mallrats. And I'm trying to think of what. Uh, Jason London's character. Well, anyways, Jason London's character from uh, Days and Confused feels trapped uh, in that, like you know, there there are certain expectations that people have of him because there's a whole thing, you know, there's a whole thing of like where he, you know, the the football coach wants him to sign that that uh, that form that says that they refuse to do drugs and alcohol and party and all that stuff, and everybody else is like, ah, just sign it and. Do it anyway, and he's kind of like, no, I don't. Why should I have to do that? <laughs> so you know, yeah. Well, and and it's like if you go back and watch those movies, you still get that same, you know, feel that you had when you watched it originally. Yeah. But if if somebody tries to go back and make that type of movie, it kind of has a dis- feel. Kind of has a dis- disingenuine. Uh, yeah, it just it doesn't know. feel right, and it's weird. Yeah. I don't know what you would call that phenomenon but well i, it, I think it's uh, just because we're not really that type of society anymore <laughs> like that's a big part of it um and also and it could just be our age watching it because you know we, we were we were kind of of the age that like, actually well, even i would even say that we were almost were younger than the age that those movies were for <laughs> you know uh but we were still old enough to know what it kind of felt like to be like oh i'm trapped in the small town or Right, we're we're technically zennials, yeah. which we're right on the cusp of both Gen X and Millennial. Yeah. We're right in that between sweet spot. Yeah. So they've created their our own uh, range yeah. called zennial. Yeah, and then well, and then what's and, the uh, uh, zoom uh, zoomers are like the people are like the yeah, yeah that's that's what they're starting to call the kids yeah that are not my kids generation but kind of my my wife's brother's yeah. generation um the kids that are just now kind of graduating high yeah. school they're, or they're my still, nephew yeah, yeah uh well they're graduating high school or they're just graduating college like yeah. they're in that range so like so between so like, like say maybe 16 to like uh, to 23 well or actually something. no that's not true her her brother is gener- what they call Gen Y because yeah. no we're Gen Y yeah the Gen the millennials are Gen yeah. Y and but I think they're calling kids that are currently in high school Zoomers okay. but that would that would have to include her brothers too her brother too yeah. well how old, how, old Unless, is, how old is he well, he he's in college. Okay, so, but he's like what twenty? Is he like twenty three, twenty four, or twenty three? Like probably twenty two. Yeah, roughly. Yeah. Like I think he's been in college for like three years, maybe. Yeah. So I mean, so yeah. So I would say like like say maybe like sixteen to twenty three is probably that age group that we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and and I mean like, and I think the big thing is like their experience is probably different. So maybe they don't feel trapped. Maybe they feel a different feeling because I think that was a big thing for especially if you're like us who are growing up with my train go by before I finish. And did that even pick up on the mic? Yeah, okay. it did. It was a fast yeah. one though. <laughs> but, uh, so as I was saying, oh, shit, what was I saying? Uh, they don't feel they trapped. Don't, I don't, I, well, let's say it's like, maybe they don't necessarily feel trapped in the same way we did because especially for, for like you and me growing up in like the middle of the country um, and just feeling like, oh man, I want to get out. Like, I want to, you know, I want to do this. And maybe they feel trapped. I want to break free. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe they feel trapped. I think they probably feel trapped in a more political, you know, a more political way. You know, <laughs> of like, hey man, we're we're losing, you know, we're we're losing our freedom, you know, <laughs> type of thing. Um, yeah, you know, and they, I mean, because like, you know, it's, I think it's, a, you know, I think it's it's a generational thing, and I think. Perhaps, and, and maybe like they, they, they like they might look at that movie. Like a younger kid might look at that movie and be like, you know, be, meaning Jane and Bob reboot, and might think the exact opposite of what I just thought. Like is maybe because they're they're using a lot of like 
younger um uh, uh what's the word here um uh, zeitgeist yeah like a younger zeitgeist but a younger um no like nomenclature and stuff like that um or yeah. yeah. uh there's another word for it but i can't it's, <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't know the nomenclature for it. Genetic yeah. <laughs> yes, like you know, cert certain little like references to stuff that like maybe I that I don't really deal with as much, and they probably look at it and like, oh man, yeah, that's that's hilarious, <laughs> you know. Um, but but yeah, it, it is. I, I will say this: like there was the, there was a certain thing about you know, uh, independent film in the '90s, and even kind of going into the 2000s that like they, like they just can't seem to recapture um and I, and i'm and it may be because we saw it so many times you know <laughs> and mm -hmm. and now we're kind of like okay you know now it's time to move on to the next thing <laughs> because it did seem that a lot of it was sort of coming of age because i was even thinking about uh orange county which is another one that kind of fit in that uh, you know, early 2000s um, indie film era. And that was kind of basically, that was another one where it's like, this kid feels trapped, you know? So may, maybe the, the I'm trapped uh, thing has to really kind of, maybe that's, maybe that has, has run its course. I don't know, but I think every, I think wherever you are, I think kids are all, especially kids who feel disenfranchised are always going to have this. I feel trapped moment. <laughs> but, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> Could be. Who knows? <laughs> I was waiting for that. Uh, but no. Uh, so what have you been up to, man? What, what's, what's new? Well, we're about to travel to Ohio. Oh, no. Ohio? <laughs> I can't wait to say goodbye. <laughs> we wrote that. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but... um. No reference to that, know, Zoomers. <laughs> my, uh, not to tell the whole story because it's not my story to yeah. tell, but um, my wife found her mom's birth dad because uh, her mom was adopted, yeah. and she found maybe a year or two ago found uh, who found out who he was, and they've kind of been talking and they haven't gotten to see each other in person. So they had planned a trip and they were, um, my wife, her sister and her mom were going to fly to Ohio mm -hmm. and meet him and her, uh, his family. Mm -hmm. But then COVID-19 happened. Oh, and oh, 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 oh. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to keep but, my uh, thing up, but I couldn't do it in time. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you got to that part of the story early, Caleb, you ruined it. Yeah, sorry. How can you be so selfish? <laughs> I can, well, play it and I'll edit it in. <laughs> All right, we'll continue, continue. Yeah, but uh, yeah, just at some point and I'll, I'll copy and paste it in. <laughs> but, um, and I'll leave this part in too. Oh, good. <laughs> just... Yeah, a little scene, a little scene behind the, or peek behind the scenes. Yeah, curtains. Um, <laughs> it's curtains for you, uh -oh. you scamp. Well, you know, that's how I roll. But anyway, anyway so but now, yeah, you guys now are they're going across country there. Yeah, yeah well, now they're not going to fly because um, that's not dangerous. Yeah, not probably not the best. Yeah, you don't want to go see an eighty-nine-year-old man yeah. uh, when COVID's in the air. So we're trying to limit, you know, but that none of them like to drive that much. So I'm driving them out there. Mm -hmm. Well, they'll be driving you, uh, Caleb. Crazy. Yes, crazy. <laughs> yes. <Boom>. Um, <laughs> oh, we're gonna add in a rim <laughs> shot later on. Too. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll yeah, we're gonna we'll add it in post. Yes. <laughs> um, but anyway, so we're gonna be out there um, for a few days, and then we'll come back, and I get to start work again. Yay! <laughs> I've enjoyed not going anywhere for the last. 107 days yeah it was nice mm. and you know like half the year already gone it's amazing yeah no it um well i mean honestly this this was a pretty crappy year so it can go away 
<laughs> oh yes, I'm not saying I, it's not saying it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really want to just, if, if at all possible, I'd love to just skip ahead to November so we can just get rid of a certain orange troll malignant, <laughs> yeah. malignant tumor. Yeah. Uh, which I mean, we might as well address it. Um, so yesterday, as of recording this, yesterday. Um, a certain someone had With the infamous Trump rally yeah, in Tulsa. Uh, he says we are we are both originally from Oklahoma, so this did kind of affect us on some level because we're like, it's our home state, and you know, kind of dis. I was kind of disappointed that oh great, this place is hosting it. However, to my delight, and I think to many people's delight, uh, who shared at a, at a function where millions of people yes. were supposed to show up. And there was going to be a second speech outside. Yeah, there was an overflow. Venue. There was going to be an overflow crowd. In the area. Well, overflow and, crowd. and he was going to come out and do a second speech. Yeah. Um, and uh, it turned out that only 6,200 yeah, people so he, showed up. Just under. Yeah, just under 6,200. Like, so, and they, yeah. before he even came out to talk, they broke down the stage that they had just finished putting up outside. Yeah. And uh, nobody showed up outside, and there were only 6,200 people inside. And, and yeah, and uh, there is some really good, there's some great footage uh, that Caleb had sent me of him getting off the helicopter after the, <laughs> after the speech where he just looks so broken. He's, he's got his tie undone, and his coat is uh, open, and he's just walking back like somebody, like he just dropped his ice cream. Yeah. And, and like his face, you know, he's very obviously yeah. defeated and uh, in the in in that moment and he also I, um, I don't i don't mean in november but yeah. he's, in that moment he was defeated yeah. uh, and um i have i have resisted watching any of it i have read a few things uh because i i do not want to give him I, I i will wait till they do recaps of it on shows i do like um but because I, I don't want to give him any credit of like oh look at all the hits we're getting or look at this but i have read certain articles and i know that like he of course did the same rhetoric i mean and uh referred to COVID 19 uh very racially sensitively referred to it as uh kung flu because you know that's mm -hmm. the kind of person he is um right apparently well, and he he well, was just say, apparently his basic platform is the he has changed nothing he's saying the same old garbage he said four years ago from what I well, it's because he never had a yes. platform. His platform was, I'm, I'm so smart, so great, so brains. Yeah, and because um, he can't really say like I'm bringing in, you know, I'm bringing in the smartest minds ever, and it's like really because, oh, and this was something else. Apparently, a reporter uh, caught him, called him out on this, like where, because you ever notice how after he fires them, he always calls them he, before, like when he hires them. Oh, I never, so smart. I never met well, them. I never met When he hires them, they're so smart. And then when he fires and them, he's known them for years. Yeah, and then when he fires them. Oh man, they, like like the thing he said with Bolter is like, oh, this guy is a dope. This guy was, this yeah. guy was stupid. I like, never I, knew yeah, him. I hardly ever met or, him. Or, 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 with him, he's like, I gave him his la you know, I gave him a chance, and he failed. And there was some reporter who called him out and just used his own words, and she goes, uh, "Sir, if these people are all dopes. Why do you keep hiring them?" And then he didn't answer. <laughs> Yeah, they called her a nasty woman. No, I didn't even say anything to me. No, I know. I'm just saying that's his that's his thing. You yeah. know, it's like if you call him out on something, you that's a nasty question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is very yeah. nasty because he can't think of anything worse than that. He has no vocabulary. <laughs> he doesn't probably understand. Oh, no, or he, you know, reacts racistly like he did to that Asian reporter. Uh, oh. <laughs> anyhow. Um, but yeah. So it was very, it was just satisfying. Yeah. And, and apparently there were a lot of factors. Um, lot, like a lot of people are trying to credit it to TikTokers. And what's that other uh, platform? That's TikTok. And uh, well, they were K pop. K yeah, K pop and TikTok. And I, and I won't lie, I'm sure they had some effect on it. Because uh, like they, they did take like hundreds, they, they made hundreds of reservations. And this was, this was the Trump campaign stupidity is that. You know, they didn't check to see if these numbers that were making the, because like you know they had to leave a valid phone number, and they weren't checking to see if the phone numbers were valid. Well, <laughs> and either that or they didn't care. Yeah. Like they knew some of them were going to be fake, yeah. but they they're thought gonna, that people gonna, would still show up. The number anyway, and well, but people didn't show yes. up. Well, and, and the thing was though, it wasn't just it was actually 
a lot of people are saying that no, these were people that uh, it wasn't just the K-pop and the uh, TikTok stars. Like these are people who had second thoughts about it after real right because they didn't want to get because what happened was right before the rally, the news came out that six of his staffers had COVID nineteen yeah and were tested positive for it like right before the rally. And I, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure that played into it as well. But and they, and they were trying the 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 Trump uh, the the Trump campaign has now tried to spin it and say that oh they could that, that people couldn't make it out there one because of the, they're trying to blame the TikTokers for one the TikTokers and um, and K-pop stars and stuff. But then they're also trying to say that the the the, the Black Lives Matter protesters kept them from getting in there, which was which was a bunch of BS because the Black Lives Matter protest was nowhere near. It was like several blocks away (laughs) well it was like in greenwood where the massacre happened yeah i mean i i'm sure there were some down there but it was there were hardly any people there. yeah no and it was like they were not there was not a huge riot or anything outside like he was starting to yeah they were not blocking they were not blocking people (laughs) from getting into the to the um uh to to like the to the to the rally and it's just ridiculous you know I, i mean to me it really, I mean, this is something that like, it gives me hope, you know, because, you know, you get down, you get down and you think, man, this, how does this guy keep, how does this guy keep manipulating and doing this and like, and keep, you know, this was something that he could not spend. This is finally something that he really, because even like no one's, I don't think a lot of people are buying his, his like, oh, the, the protesters kept them back or the, you know, it was the, it was the, it was the internet people, <laughs> you know, it's like. And even at that, even if it's like, if he is going to blame the internet people, it's like, well, then that would mean that there's a lot of people that don't like you on the internet. Yes. Well, and it would also mean you're the president of the United States and you're going to get trolled by internet people. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's... So, you know, I mean, it was just great, but it was also just hearing them tout it too. Like, oh man, there's going to be the number just was just outrageous. Like, there's going to be over a million people. <laughs> it's like, yeah. But there's, and I remember even thinking, and the thing is, like, what was it? Since, you know, it was like, uh, oh God, was it six, you know, 6,200 6, people? That's less, I believe that's less than the population of Tulsa. <laughs> so, uh, no, Tulsa is way bigger than 6,200. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's like not even the not even everybody in Tulsa went to see him. <laughs> so. Well, yeah, I mean the place only fit nineteen thousand people, but yeah. that in itself tells you that was like less than a third. Yeah. of the seating capacity. And like, and you and you could see like up in like the upper decks, there are no there are no people there. Like it is it is empty as and oh my god. I mean, I know you know. Hey, you know maybe it's not right of me to, to revel in somebody's mis- misfortune but that man is horrible <laughs> and he deserves every second of it so yeah but, uh, it's political karma yeah and i mean we can just yeah hope that it rides through to november and yeah and I, is it, some I hope, sense of normalcy comes back i hope a lot of these angry kids um who you know who, who who've been going to these marches who have been well first off i hope they're all fine you know uh heart goes out to a lot of the people who are doing the marches they luckily have most of them have been smart been wearing masks been doing their best to you know stay healthy um so i hope all of those those people who uh who are who are being that this active and this motivated to go out and and uh you know speak their minds uh uh, you know, uh, uh, support uh, BLM, support, um, you know, uh, the, um, and I, I'll get on to, I would say defund the police, but I want to make sure, I want to, you know, I'd like to explain what that means, uh, <laughs> which does not mean defund, it means re- basically redistribute, you know, <laughs> like give it to other programs so that the right. police don't have. The police should not know. be going out on mental health issue called not marriage counselors <laughs> they're not yeah. you know uh but uh so so that being said Send out a therapist or yeah, something exactly like they, you know make it to where like there are va- that you can make funds that they're getting for tanks which they don't need <laughs> to help pay certain help pay social workers to help them you know um but as i said you know backtracking here um i hope all these i hope all these people who are angry 
show up in November because that is the yeah. only way that what they're doing is truly going to make a difference. So what else happened? <laughs> uh, well, on that same note, um, OSU is kind of oh yeah suffering some bad PR right now. But uh, well, it's kind of it's it's a mixed bag. It's already being fixed, and it's it's a weird it's a weird mixed bag too with OSU because um, uh, God, which hall is it that um, they're renaming? Murray uh, Murray Hall, which was named after. A, alfalfa bill murray yeah not not the good bill murray uh, yeah, no. alfalfa bill murray was one of the governors of oklahoma yeah um and he was highly racist yes and he's been even since we were in college they were talking about renaming the hall um yeah, we have not uh it's been like it's been about 15 years for me it's been about 14 i think for you so that's how long ago that has been <laughs> Right, so. and now they finally, after every all the recent events, they finally have taken the name off the building. Um, they haven't decided what to rename it yet, but right now it's unnamed. Yeah, um, which is great. Yeah. Um, so that most is- likely, yeah. I mean, people want them to name it after Clara Looper, yeah. who was kind of like Oklahoma City's version of Rosa Parks. Okay. Uh, she did bus boycotts and sit-ins and things. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so that it might be Clara Looper Hall at some point, but right now it, there's no name on the building. Which So that that is like, this is the, in our good news, bad news story about OSU, or Oklahoma State, I should say, so we're, so we're clear that we're not talking about Oregon or Ohio. Um, right, well, Ohio is the OSU. Oh. Uh, <laughs> because they have to specify it's not an OSU, it's the OSU, oh, wow. uh, the Ohio so State. Was... It's not an Ohio <laughs> State. So, so that was our in, our in our good news, bad news, Oklahoma State news. That was the good news. Are you ready to lay on the bad? Well, I mean, I'm just gonna. Everybody knows, you know, yeah. if anybody's listening, it's you know old news at this point. But uh, so Mike Gundy was wearing an, a shirt for OAN network, which is right wing far right yeah. propaganda, fake news website. One of, one of the president's favorites too, might add. Well, right. Anybody that's like, and he before like a couple of months ago said he just stumbled across it on the rate on the TV and loved how fair they were. It wasn't right. It wasn't left. It was just news. And anybody who watches it that has, you know, any sense of reality knows that's not true. Yeah. And but the main problem was Chupa Hubbard, who's our main, big running back star. He right was now, a, a, a Heisman nominee, right? Right. And um, he came back. He could have gone to the NFL this year, but he decided to come back. And, you know, we've got a good team. We've got Tylan Wallace at receiver. We've got Chuba Hubbard at running back. We've got Spencer Sanders, a quarterback, mm-hmm. and a lot of other pieces around them. We should have a fairly good year this year, hopefully. But, you know, the, the poke choke always comes in. Yeah. But that sounds like a weird sec- – I mean, <laughs> it's, it's the thing that I've known for years, but it really does sound like a sexual position, the poke choke. <laughs> well, yeah, everybody like, knows what the poke like choke Michael is. Michael Hutchison or um... – you're Michael Hutchison or uh, David Carradine. You love the poke joke. Yeah. <laughs> but can- but um, so Chuba Hubbard saw this picture of Mike Gundy in the shirt, and at it was right at the height of the George Floyd stuff. Yeah. Um. Well, you you know, around everything going on in the in the um. Like during, Tulsa, like the, the Tulsa mass, yeah. the race massacre, yeah. uh, anniversary and the Juneteenth yeah. stuff. And so it, you know, he was like, this is the last straw or I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna play until this gets fixed. And other players, current and former who are in the NFL were supporting him and saying stories about Mike Gundy, like 
calling people hood rats and saying, I'm going to send you back to the hood if you don't do this play right or whatever, you know, things. Um, Man does have a mullet. So, you know, it's kind of that, well, I know, that's and, and that's, the biggest hint right there. <laughs> right. But the mullet was always a prank that he pulled on his son and just kept going. I think but, went too far this time. So. Well, right. It seems to be taking over, but now they're, there are accusations that from a, a CU player that he called them, he called CU players the N word back in the eighties when he was playing. And um, Mike Holder, the athletic director was like the, you know, what I'm hearing is concerning and, and disheartening and all this stuff. And Burns Hargis, the president at OSU made a statement. And so this is all getting wrapped up. He, he, apologized and you know idiots out there are like it's just a shirt he can wear a shirt it's like yeah he can wear a shirt yeah. but if you're a coach in charge of people who care about black lives matter yeah. and who who see their coach go out there and the network the problem is the network oan said that black lives matter was you know a scam and all this other stuff and and was yeah. was disparaging the movement and so if you're in charge of these kids and their lives and their, their, you know, growth, uh, whatever, yeah, you need to be on top of that. And you need to not be showing yourself wearing these things that tell them that what is important to them doesn't matter. Yeah. And, it'd and that's like the problem. Wearing, it's like not the wearing, shirt. Yeah. It's not the shirt. You can wear a shirt. Yeah. It's, it's what the shirt represents. It's what the shirt stands for. Yeah. And it's what the people on that shirt, the people that, are behind that shirt stand for. And so, you know, he apologized and supposedly everything's all good. And he's learning now, you know, he pulled a Drew Brees and said, well, from my experience, I'm sorry I got caught basically. Well, right. It's like, if I hadn't gotten caught, I wouldn't have apologized. But since I did get caught or, or get called out, basically not caught, but, and, and shown that uh, my mat, my, perspective is not the only perspective in the world yeah it's it so hopefully that's getting taken care of hopefully yeah. he's open to learning and it's not just lip service yeah oh. and and his players and and fellow coaches are teaching him what well, what the situation is bear in mind too i mean think think of it this way too the the guy that he uh you know the, you know mike mike gundy is probably the mo- most famously known for the come after me i'm 40 you know and i'm a man and, i'm 40 and that was over a um a black quarterback whose name escapes me now what was his do you remember bobby reed yeah, bobby reed who was a black quarterback and everybody talked about how man he is standing up for his players. The thing that they never think they never <laughs> go back to is that he got rid of Bobby Reed not long after that. Well, I mean, Bobby Reed left. He he decided to leave. Yeah. Well, and but, it was, but it was because it was because of that situation. Yeah. He he felt embarrassed. Yeah. And and that it called attention to it, um, because what happened for anybody that may not know mm-hmm. is that there was a local. She's not even a reporter. They let her call herself a reporter, but she's yeah. not. She, um, she wrote for like the Daily Oklahoman, I think. Uh, was it the Daily yeah, Oklahoman? It, was, it, was, I, yeah. it definitely was the Daily yeah. Oklahoman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, her name's Jenny Carlson. And she, she, it wasn't even in, a, in an article. It was an opinion. Yeah. Hey, well, or was it an opinion? It, she was writing it as if it was an opinion piece. Yeah. But it was, it was a sports report. And and she wrote that he's on, you know, he's eating fried chicken or calling for his mama, asking her to make him fried chicken and blah, 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 and not playing well on the field. And, and it was like, what the hell? Like, what does that have to do with sports? Yeah. You know, why are you doing that? And everybody called her out and he was like, you come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. You don't go after a kid. Yeah. He's just trying to do his job, you know? Yeah. And it was, it. Yeah. It embarrassed Bobby Reed. Yeah, he yeah. stood up for him, but at yeah. the same time, it kind of made it a bigger issue. Yeah. Than... Well, no, and the fact that no, and it was that was kind of the thing too. Of like, I kind of feel like there's more into that of him him leaving because now that we're finding out a lot of stuff about Mike Gundy, there could have been more in there than than what we well, know. You know, it's possible. But Bobby yeah. Reed left at the time and transferred, but then yeah. he came back later to be a, like a QB coach. Yeah. So it's. Yeah. 
you know, yeah. Was he 40 when he came back? <laughs> no, but you know, so there's that's yeah. it's just a lot of crazy stuff yeah. going on. Um, but yeah, uh, and it's yeah, uh, who knows? Who knows what the? I mean, who knows what they'll even keep him? Just because like, you know, you think about like uh, Bobby Knight and all the all the stuff that he did. And well, I don't you know. know. I think. I, mean, I guess I mean, you look at. I guess there was a there was like physical abuse though with him that you know. They're, they're, well, yeah, he was he was abusive on all sorts of levels. Yeah. With Mike Gundy, it seems to be. Here's what I think. I think he's one of those types of guys that, because he works with these guys, maybe at one point he made a joke, and and the guys were cool with it. And so then he thought, yeah, okay, cool. I've got that voice. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm on their level. I can say these things and, and it's cool because I'm hip, you know? Yeah. And, and then, but then you've got other guys that come in and they're like, whoa, no, uh-uh, I'm not down with that. Yeah. You know? And, and then he's like, well, who, you know, oh, yeah. I don't know. But uh, yeah. at least he's owning up to it. Well, it, it, yeah, right. it's whether bum. whether it's, it's actually <laughs> actually sorry or he just wants, hey, well, let's get this season out there. Own, you know, owning up to it. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Right. yeah. It's a funny joke. No, it wasn't, Caleb. Don't <laughs> humor me. <laughs> Don't you dare humor me. <laughs> no, it's okay, Jeremiah. <laughs> I don't need your. It's funny. No, it was funny. I promise. You, I promise. you just stuff your pity in a sack, Mister. <laughs> it was. I let's, let's get some strawberry ice cream. Okay. okay. Well, I, um, I guess so. <laughs> okay. All right. You feel better? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> but no. Um. So anything, I don't know. Like, uh, anything else uh, happened in the world that you can think of? Or? Well. Uh, Ford pushed back their reveal of the new Bronco. Oh yeah, I saw that they're that they're actually bringing the Bronco back. Yeah, which I'm excited about. Yeah, because I my first car was a Bronco too, and it was I guess, awesome. I guess enough people have forgotten about OJ <laughs> where now they can bring the Bronco back. Well, and but see that was the problem. They were going to reveal it recently, but it turned out to be OJ's birthday. So oh, they yeah. Oh, yeah. To, I did hear. They decided that. to push it back a little bit further because originally it was supposed to be revealed in March. Yeah. But then COVID nineteen happened, so they couldn't. They had to push it back, and then they pushed it back to this date. Yeah. And and somebody was like, "Oh wait, that's OJ's birthday. Let's push it back a little bit further." We, the Broncos already got its name like thrown through the mud. So. <laughs> right. Well, that's what it's for—is driving through mud. So it was, like, it, you know. it was the Ford's Jeep before the Explorer. You know. Uh, well, right, and um, it it seems like for the most part they're doing it right. They're doing a. a they're doing a small Bronco, which is going to be more like a crossover, yeah. kind of like the the mom wagon type thing, yeah. where it'll kind of be okay well, through puddles and maybe a little bit of off road, but it's not going to be your main off roader. Yeah. Then there is, and it's called the Bronco Sport, and then they're going to have the bigger Bronco, which is just the Bronco, and it's going to be your, you know, the the Jeep Fighter, as they like to yeah. call it. And and it's gonna be have a removable top and all this stuff, but you know every time, you know there's a big oh well it's gonna fight the jeep it's gonna kick the jeep's butt. I have one but, question though: Does it come in white? Uh, well, of course it does. <laughs> if you understand the reference. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I I like jeeps, but I also like Broncos, so I'm kind of happy to see it come back. I was just saying, I always thought you were like a Dodge Chrysler guy. Well, yeah, I like I like the the Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Chrysler family of vehicles. But um, my first, you know, in high school, my first car was a 1986 Bronco too. So I've owned two cars, and they've both been Honda Accords. So yeah, they've been sweet rides. Actually, let me let me ask you something, Jeremiah. Okay, yes, yes. How sweet is your ride? Oh, my ride's the sweetest. It's a 2008 Honda Accord EXL. Actually, I did get lucky. That is kind of like, I mean, it is a it is a top of the line and for for the time uh, Honda Accord, and uh, actually got it uh, 
the the one I have actually has uh, probably thirty thousand miles less than the one I the my original one that I bought. <laughs> so yeah. So yeah, no. It's, How many uh, miles per gallon does it get? Um, uh, actually, excuse me, fifty thousand miles less than my original one. Um, it gets about like I never I never really do the I don't really count the whole oh miles per gallon thing it usually uh well back when i was working well, what, what's the advertise do you know how what they advertise i think uh maybe 20 i think maybe 20 i think maybe like 20 miles per gallon something like that um, uh no that's that's like what my 1999 dodge ram got i can't remember um um, it's, a car like that, the Honda Accord is probably going to be more like 32 uh, or higher. I think it was like 20, 25 city or something. I can't remember. But I, I can say this. It also has like the little – it has like a little eco pedal thing. So it's like it, it, it lets me know that like – Oh, if I'm like pushing, if I have a lead foot and stuff like that, and like the so like the you know the the object is to try to make sure that you have the green eco right. come on. What like, 2008 Honda? Yeah, 2008 Honda Accord EXL. Um, and I can say this: I usually fill it up because I, I wait till it gets to about a half a tank, and a half a tank will last. Like you know, back when I was working regularly, a half okay. tank work about a week. So. Uh, 22 city 31 highway which was what i was saying 32 yeah. i said about 32 yeah well, um, it's 20, it's 31 yeah. highway yeah but i said 20 so that was around 22 which is what well, you know. 22 city that's actually pretty bad for a car you're pretty bad for a car <laughs> I know. tell me i'm bad but um that's like on average but it does get uh it's it, well it's also v6 too so you know and uh, well still that should be higher i think well I'm sorry, Caleb, that my car doesn't meet your standards, but well, I like I said, I fill. I usually get about uh, 120 miles uh, a week on that thing before I hit half a tank, and usually half a tank is where I fill up. So, <sighs> so special about you even have your truck anymore? How many? How many foot pet? Well, I've got it. Yeah. It just hasn't started in two years <laughs> because you drive it. Well, we I have a. My wife got her got a Mazda tribute, mm. and I, mean, I drive I drive her old Jeep Patriot. Uh, I was hoping that you had a Mitsubishi Galant, or a, no. or a Dodge Stratus, <laughs> <laughs> or a Dodge Stealth. No, what I want is a Jeep Gladiator, but I don't have sixty thousand dollars sitting on me. So what's the deal with your truck? Why doesn't it start anymore? Well, um. The alternator was going bad, which weakened the battery, of course. Mm -hmm. And then that started to weaken the solenoid on the transmission. And so the solenoid went bad and the transmission started to slip and I didn't have the money to get it looked at or fixed. Why so have you sold it for scrap? Because it's the only the second car I've ever owned or the it's the second car I owned. And... um I still want it. I, I want a usable truck and gotta let it go. You know, um, this reminds me of that scene and well, it's Earth, still got good know. bones. It's still got good bones. This reminds me, but this reminds me of that scene in uh, Last Crusade, whenever you know Indiana Indiana Jones is about to reach that grill just to get his dad's approval, and then Sean Connery looks down at him and says, "Indiana, let it go." <laughs> So Caleb, well, I I say to you, I wasn't named after the family dog. Well, so I can do, I can take this truck but, and but take Caleb, the good bones Caleb, that it has, Caleb, Caleb, come on, and fix the engine or the transmission rather. Look at me, Caleb. And plus, I didn't wreck it like you did your sweet rides. So. Uh, technically, I didn't wreck my sweet ride, and so wrecked into me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, by the way, if you're, uh, I don't think if you're under 21, I don't think you should be driving in the city of Chicago. And also, if you're driving in the city of Chicago and you have a red light, brake, you know, <laughs> so you don't crash into yeah. somebody going up through a green light like I was. <laughs> Thank God nobody got hurt. Uh, but no, and the, here's the crazy thing too about because I had a I, before this I had a, a 98. Uh, Honda Accord. It was a DX model, which is sort of like the the like bare bones thing. I'm like, oh, it's it has windows, four wheels, and a seat. 
basically. <laughs> like, <laughs> cruise control. Yeah, so this is like a big. Oh yeah, no, no big. Yeah. This thing has a it has a it has a six CD changer. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, but no, um, you know they and like an onboard computer and all this stuff. But the other one, yeah, yeah, but that thing. Oh man, the all the stuff that that that, that uh, ninety eight had been through, um, yeah, like it, it got flooded. Yeah, there's a water main that broke in the middle of winter in Chicago. It froze, it froze, and they still it was still. They were like, oh no, we can still fix this. So it, it survived that. Got backed into by a cab. Survived that. Uh, <laughs> got vandalized. Got like just somebody used it as a trampoline and just vandalized the shit out of it. Survived that, <laughs> and then what finally kills it, and oh, that's what sucked is I'd literally just done like I think maybe a thousand dollars worth of work on it. Um, it was like, and um, some stupid, uh, stupid uh, seventeen-year-old kid runs a red light and hits me. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. it was hard. It was hard letting her go. But then I got this car, and I'm like, "What? What, what yeah. was that?" <laughs> <laughs> but no, the old Punisher, you know, because we had the there was a uh, an old uh, a sticker that Caleb actually helped me put on my uh, my windshield or my my back uh, windshield that the the guy who was the model for the Tim Bradstreet Punisher. Uh, he was selling them at a comic book convention. I was like, okay, yeah, sure. I'll take one of those, put it on my car. <laughs> and yeah, it was on my car for, oh God, since probably, when was that, 2005? And yeah, because I, yeah, I had, that, had that car. I had that car. Uh, I, I got it in like the, I think, fall or, or summer of 2004 because I got it so we could, so I could work at Kicker, you know, so I could have a car to drive me up there. Yeah, because you that was yeah. we both worked for Kicker. Yeah, and um, and yeah, and I yeah, and that was I remember like buying that and and yeah, and that, that car served me well. It 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 uh, we 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 you and I had a couple road trips in that car. Mm-hmm. Um, and I of course me uh, me John and Kelly would drive it a lot to uh, Wisconsin for Thanksgiving and stuff and and just like for for various stuff out out uh, on her mom's farm. And yeah, we, uh, you know, that car and, and God knows how many trips to Oklahoma City to go to that uh, AMC, you know, from Stillwater to, to Oklahoma City so we could, so could watch movies. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, it's one of those things too, of like, I feel weirdly spoiled now with my new car because it's got, like I said, it's, it's pretty much fully loaded. It has all the amenities, leather, leather seats and heated seats. Yeah, you're like some highfalutin king of finland now or something yeah. isn't that wait isn't finland part of russia <laughs> <laughs> oh by the way everybody our idiot president thought finland was part of russia <laughs> but but yeah um i don't know is there anything else you wanted to talk about while we're while we're doing well no no we're we're about five minutes past an hour so <laughs> i guess i'll just see you next time okay. i guess and uh hey for all you guys listening out there all you uh, i should say all you guys and gals listening out there uh once again thank you for listening uh and also if you like what you hear you like what we do you like hearing two you know near 40 somethings you know complain and about and, and talk about their love about pop culture and and politics uh, <laughs> uh please like uh, subscribe and most importantly, share this podcast with others. That's right. All right. I'm Jeremiah. Hi, my name is Caleb Stevenson, and I approve this message. Uh, you gave them your last name. Now they're going to find you. <laughs> it's on the credits of the yeah. website. So. You did what now? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess we'll see you again some other time, guys. All right. Stay tuned. <laughs> yeah.